T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and joining me is someone we've talked to before, Matt Flurry, the President and Chief Executive Officer, Head Scientist at the Connecticut Science Center. Matt, you know, we've talked before, but one thing I want to do a little bit, you know, we're all in COVID. We're all going through this together, and you guys have done a phenomenal job. Before I want to get started, you know, that's one thing you guys have done a lot of the Facebook, the interactive stuff. Kudos to you and your staff. Thank you. Thank you. They've, they've done an incredible job under difficult circumstances. Um, the minute we closed, uh, you know, under the state order back in the spring, uh, our team uh diverted their uh, focus to creating services that we could offer online because we couldn't do it in person. And we've ramped those up significantly, and there are quite a lot of people enjoying those services now. We're offering them to schools. And what's been interesting is that in that there's no longer the question of you know bringing the school bus here or us taking the van there. Uh, we're literally uh, delivering program services to states uh, around the country right now. Uh, which is something we never would have anticipated. So there are some new and exciting things that come out of all this. And meantime, we are open at the Science Center. Uh, certainly it's a quieter place, as is uh, just about every uh, outing these days. Um, but it's safe, uh, it's enjoyable, um, and uh, we take good care of people. And uh, those who come with their families kind of have the run of the place on many days because there aren't that many people going out right now. So I think it's a very safe and enjoyable uh, outing uh, even now. And that's one thing, you know, of all the people I've talked to and all the organizations and events, going back to that point where you're doing things that you never thought would be possible, let alone do. And it's kind of cool to see, you know, the, the if you want to go back to the scientific method that a lot of people are using, they, they were faced with a problem and they had to figure out how to solve it. And like you said, everyone's kind of thinking outside the box, which has been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's speaking of boxes, here's, here's one of those innovations. We created a thing called camp in a box. And now that camp seasons passed, we're calling it STEM in a box, which is science, technology, engineering, and math in a box, which is a virtual after-school program with materials provided. Uh, this is uh, recommended for kids in the 6 to 12 age, age range. And you basically get the science center experience at home without the big exhibits and all the other people. 
Um, it's uh, hands-on uh, activities all based on a box, which is a kit of all sorts of great things, and instructions, and then interactive sessions with our science team uh, and some fun surprises. Um, and these boxes have different fun themes and experiments for kids or their families to do at home. Um, so uh, that's, that's something people are really enjoying. Um, uh, these are uh, available on our website now, and uh, you can select from different themes. Uh, Winter Wonders is the, the next one coming up, and they're a lot of fun. And that's one thing. I mean, you've been there since the inception of the Science Museum and Science Center and all this stuff. How have you seen STEM evolve in the state over the years? Well, you know, we pre-COVID certainly had swung, as you and I have discussed in the past, I think very much to focusing on preparing the science, technology, engineering, and math workforce that is needed today and will be needed tomorrow. We were thinking at that time very much in terms of the current demand, which had much to do with, uh, you know, manufacturing, engineering, aerospace in particular. And while, you know, certainly COVID has not been kind to many of these industries, those industries are going to come back and, and be important in Connecticut. But, you know, in terms of change, I mean, clearly there's been a huge swing to focus on healthcare practitioners who are STEM practitioners. They are science trained in some level, not all PhDs. They don't need to be. Mm -hmm. um, they could have a certificate to, to, to be doing a lot of the work that, that, that needs to be done right now to uh, prepare to deliver vaccines, for example. Um, so, um, you know, our focus on preparing and inspiring the STEM workforce of tomorrow for the tech jobs and the high-end manufacturing jobs and the low-end manufacturing jobs all continues. But I think there is a much uh, higher sort of uh, awareness now of the importance of people at every level of the healthcare system. Um, so we're weaving that into our programs, as well as the whole question of disease management, contagious disease science, vaccine science, um, with the additional context of, uh, you know, post-George Floyd, a much greater sensitivity to the question of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it is a fact, Joey, that in science, technology, engineering, and math as a whole, though there are some exceptions to this, which are wonderful, but as a whole, those fields have tended to be occupied at the professional uh, and academic level um, by white individuals. And with the diversity in our, uh, increasing diversity in our population and our workforce, and the great, great value that diverse perspectives bring to everything from medicine to engineering, it's really important to open the conversation with every community uh, about the potential of every child, of every racial and ethnic background, every gender background, um, to participate in these wonderful fields. So that's another layer of this that we're working very hard on. And that's one thing that can I, you know, the Connecticut Science Center joining me this morning again, Matt Flory, president and CEO of said Science Center, has always been at the forefront, you know, expanding people's not just learning and creativity minds, but their social aspect minds. And, you know, COVID has changed a lot. Well, definitely. I guess, you know, that's one of the things COVID has done is change things for better or worse. It's made people look at things differently. And the Science Center has always been kind of, I don't want to say poking people, but letting people realize there are other things out there. There's different ways to look at things. There's, you know, there's different ways you can interpret stuff. So one thing 
that is pretty cool too you guys got coming up you know you, you talked about the stem in a box it's a different way for people to learn and you guys are doing all the facebook stuff and you know i can't be missed coming up very shortly is Veterans Day. And you guys got some pretty cool things going on for the active duty and stuff like that for Veterans Day over the Science Center. Right. We, yeah, we, we have a really a great appreciation for all those um, uh, in, in the, uh, you know, the veterans, armed services, our police officers, our firefighters, et cetera. Um, so we're offering um, general admission free to veterans and active duty military um, Wednesday, November 11th through Sunday, the 15th. Um, so that's, uh, that's you know, something we do as a tradition here at the Science Center. Um, and their families get 50% uh, off their general admission. So it's, you know, it's just a small way to say, you know, thank you. Uh, uh, to those who protect us or did protect us um, and defend our country uh, in the way that they have. So we're, we're looking forward to doing that. And, you know, we, we just look at it as, you know, it's a right thing to do type of thing. Mm -hmm. And going back to that, you know, inclusion and everyone being part of this together, you have a really cool virtual event coming up, too, on Thursday, the November 12th. Can you tell me a little bit about that one? Yeah, they're, they're, you know, obviously Connecticut is filled with fascinating people, and um, they show up um, on your program other than this one. Um, and, and you know, we just have a, a state with a lot of talent and a lot of uh, great thinkers. And one of them is a, a woman, uh, Dr. Anissa Ramirez. And she is uh, a scientist, uh, an author, uh, an educator at Yale, and she um, is a really strong advocate for science, technology, engineering, and math, particularly the engagement of diverse communities, uh, starting with kids in STEM fields. Uh, and she believes, which we believe, that one of the most important things we can do is celebrate those diverse individuals who have already uh, paved the road for us in science and perhaps don't get the regard they might. So she's written a book uh, called The Alchemy of Us that you can buy on Amazon right now. It's a, it's a bestseller. It's a wonderful book about, um, about uh, people who have achieved in science who we didn't hear about, including people right here in Connecticut um, who have been inventors, innovators, uh, and then to tell the story of the myths and the bias and the conventions that made that harder and continue to make it harder for people of color and women um, to have the success and the recognition they deserve uh, in the sciences. So she is, Dr. Ramirez is going to do a talk on her book, The Alchemy of Us, on Thursday, November 12th at 6 p.m. Um, this is one of those, it's an online program. Uh, you don't have to have a Zoom account, um, uh, but it is, uh, it's something you can find on the Science Center's website, ctsciencecenter.org. And, you know, we'd love you to make a small donation online to help support our work, but we're not even, you know, charging a formal price for this. We just think this is a really important part of the story that needs to be told. And um, it's part of an ongoing series that we're developing um, to talk about race and science on an ongoing basis because it's a really important issue. 
and that's one thing, like I've said, you know, we've been to the science center many times and the one thing I hope, and most of the times when we leave, my kids have a question about something. The Science Center is one of those places that you want to leave with questions. And I think that's one thing you guys do a really good job of. You answer a lot of those questions, but you want people to continue to ask questions. You know, think for yourselves, what, why did that do that? Like, and just continue the learning. You know, the Science Center is in the state. It's a great resource for people to go and use and like you said you know covid changed a little bit you guys have you know your safety at play protocols and there's just so many things that people can do at the science center and learn you know what did you what did you did, was there anything besides safety and protocols that you changed because you kind of like said you had a little bit of i don't want to say a downtime but a little bit of lull were you guys able to step back and say what can we change and what's new in the science center since before covid well, yeah, I, I mean, we, and it does relate to the safety uh, protocols in some respects. So there were certain, you know, we're, we're pride ourselves in being a hands-on interactive experience here. So there, some of those, uh, and not a large number, but some of those uh, exhibits, we just, you know, basically took off the floor for a while because, you know, our team is, is doing a great job of, um uh, keeping things clean and safe. Some some are a harder lift than others, and we wanted to err on the side of caution. So we actually had a medical advisory team um, of doctors uh, helping us uh, to make those choices. Um, but a great many of the exhibits are still on uh, and operating, and we have cleaning protocols and self-cleaning and all that kind of thing going on. Um, but one of the ways to supplement um, you know, that has been to add back some things that maybe were off the floor for a while that are hands off, so to speak, um, and also to make sure that we continue to have a robust program of live presenters where our talented team is out there talking to people. Um, they wear their masks, obviously. The visitors wear their masks. But we can still do science and talk about science and have a fantastic time with science. So they've had to innovate, you know, ways to do that in, you know, within the confines of the COVID, you know, limitations. And they've done a fantastic job with that, um, while also, you know, ramping up the online versions of these um, science uh, education experiences that we continue to do. And that's just, you know, that's one thing, Every, like I said, everyone's kind of thinking outside the box. Everyone's had to adjust. The Connecticut Science Center has an amazing job adjusting to the you know, the COVID era and going forward. So again, joining me this morning is Matt Flory, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Connecticut Science Center. And that's one thing, you know, just question things, just learn, explore, you know, it's winter's coming. Don't let the curiosity stop because remember, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.